So this morning I I constantly get little chimes, you know, email, I don't know. I think it mostly comes from Facebook Messenger, um, Instagram, all these different social media platforms. And, um, you know, I, I don't need much information. Any, none of us need much information to know what's going on, to know that there is a definite shifting going on in our world, in our country particularly, but I believe the whole world. Um, in my point of view and in my opinion, and probably if you're listening to me right now, you're someone who agrees with me at this point because if you didn't, you wouldn't want to listen to me. It's the same way I wouldn't want to listen to Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or Maxine Waters. Those are just the people that I find so egregiously offensive. Um, They're just three people off the top of my head that I have found to be such blatant liars. Um, So anyways, uh, I just... This is just a quick little, a little um, episode I just wanted to put out because I'm sure you have felt it in your home. I'm sure you have felt it in your own body. This disturbance, this, I don't know, this unsettling. And I don't know, maybe some of you are experiencing um, rocky days in your marriage or even with your children going a little nuts, crying a little more or a little harder or the kids just being disruptive or not wanting to do their stinking distance learning. Well, heck, I don't want to do their distance learning. Um, We want things to go back to normal. We want things to be okay again. But here's the thing. This is what I really believe in my heart. It's not ever going to be the same again because you can't unring a bell. Once we know some things, whether we find out if there was election fraud, you know, voting fraud, you can't unring that bell. You can't unring a bell in your life if you found out your partner cheated on you or your kid has a learning disability or you had a baby and they have a you know an issue you know that's going to keep them from living a normal life but this is the thing that goes around and around in my spirit and I'm sure it goes around and around in your spirit as well is that what can we hold on to as our strength and it's not just me not just I'm not just saying this because I'm a Christian and and at the same time maybe I am saying this as a Christian sorry to be so confusing but it's like Jesus literally is the only way I used to say see those you know people holding up those cardboard signs that would say, you know, follow Jesus. Jesus is the only way, you know, and then there'd be some harsher ones like, you know, repent now or go to hell, (laughs) which 
I never liked. I never thought that that was a good, a good uh, um, thing to, to put out there to people because it only turns people off. Um, but for someone that has really done things her own way for most of her life, and just falling back on Jesus whenever things got really too out of control and too tough. I can say that leading with Jesus now, after all these years, and instead of panicking, instead of feeling like the world is going to hell in a handbasket, I just say, God, you know, I'm not one of those believers I used to be because I used to say, you know, God's in control because that's what I was taught. That's what I heard all my life you know, God is sovereign, all these things. Actually, if you really, really get into the word of God, um, you'll find, you'll see in many, many places throughout the Bible that actually God gave us dominion over this earth. He made the devil the prince of the air. And that means, you know, he has definitely... Um, certain controls over this 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 time and space that we're in but we also have a lot of the control as well we can make decisions that can change the outcome of our lives and I never understood that when people say that um, when they would say God's in control, God's in control. There's nothing else we can do. God's in control. That really actually is a cop out. It's really just saying, well, I'm, I, I don't have to take responsibility for my life or I don't have to take a responsibility for, you know, my child's life. Um, I'm just leaving it up to God. Well, actually, the thing that we are responsible for first and foremost is to get on our knees and pray and ask God to come and, and intervene in a situation to give us strength. It's kind of like a, a coming together, um, God's strength, but we are the vessel that he uses here on earth. Um, and guided by the Holy Spirit that lives within us when we give our life to Jesus. Um, you know, I think we've all hit a lot of hard times in these eight or nine months that we've been locked up in our homes and we haven't had normal lives to be able to go to the gym and the movies and just different places everywhere, right? Like, you know, hair salons were shut down forever. Like just being able to do normal life um, so that we can feel normal, so that we can get relief, so that we can have an outlet. We didn't realize that these are outlets. These are, these are, these are what has kept at least some of the stress down. So what I'm trying to express is that there really is no other way than Jesus. And this world, what I've noticed, is going to push people and push people and push people into a corner so much to the point where they're either going to lose their mind because they don't call on Jesus and they will just fall away into the darkness or they'll reach out to God. 
they'll reach their hand up to Jesus and they'll say, okay, help me. But I'm saying today, don't let it get to that desperate point. Um, I know that I don't want it to get to that desperate point with my children any longer, with my husband any longer, you know, in my marriage and all that kind of stuff, because we are going to have things that are going to hit us every day, even if it's a bad mood, because even a bad mood can, can create your day, you know, and if you don't pull back and you don't say no, I'm not going down that road again for the 150 millionth time. I am going to be kind to myself. I'm not going to think doom and gloom and dread and like, oh, that's how the day is going to go again. And my husband's going to act like that. Oh, I know that's how that's going to go. We're just going to distance each other even more or, or whatever it is that is in your life that, um, that continues to keep you on this ever going roller coaster that never stops and you can never get off whether it's stress, you know, well, it stress, right? Um, and people just say, oh, we live in a stressful world. We have to find balance. I'm realizing, and I'm just going to say it. You really cannot balance your life without Jesus. You know, I'm thinking of like new agey people right now with their, with their meditation. Well, Christians meditate too. But they're meditating on something that's actually going to give them life. They're, they're meditating on something that, that, that life, that spring of life never runs out. When you're pulling from something other than God for your peace, you're, you're going to be searching forever. And, you know, you ask anybody, I mean, if you really get down to the nitty gritty of even someone who you think is really calm. Um, but isn't a Christian, if you really ask them, do they have peace at their core? They might lie to you at first and say, of course I do. You know, they know how to meditate and blank their mind out, but that source isn't God. That source is themselves and abyss, like blank abyss. And you know, where's the life in that? Where is life giving? Where's the life giving source? Um, we are created beings by the one true living God. And if you don't find who your creator is and who made you who you are and had a purpose for your life, you will be searching for the rest of your life. You will always have that empty hole. And it's funny, I've always been a Christian, quote unquote, but I think mostly I called myself that because that's how I was raised. And I did find moments of clarity and truth and holding on to God. But if it isn't an everyday diving in, and I'm, I don't dive in every day. I don't. I pray every day throughout the day, but I'm realizing that literally getting into the word of God, even if it just starts out with a five minute devotion, I've been doing five minute devotions with my husband, but I noticed like we've been doing this you know, every morning. We did it for like a month straight. And the moment that we sort of, Oh, we don't say this out loud, but Oh, we're, we feel all fixed. We have joy. We're feeling good. We kind of fall back from it. We slack off. And then we wonder why again, internally, we wonder why things start to fall apart. It is quite an amazing thing. I encourage you to probably experiment with it because you'll notice when you're 
when you're really putting God at the center of your relationship and you're exercising that, I notice things change with my children. We are doing morning devotions with them before school. It's just different. Life, it doesn't mean that, that life challenges just suddenly disappear. Of course not. But there's a piece that is, you just, it's just an un unbelievable piece that you have and you're like wow I've got all kinds of crap going on around me you know my children are slacking off on their distance learning um you know my you know just whatever it is that that stresses out you know I, I think a lot of people are experiencing the stress with the distance learning whether it's the parents or the kids you know we're all just kind of over it you know so but I noticed that just the last three weeks when my husband and I have not made our commitment to, to, to get together and do this, do the, the Bible study and really come together and pray and hold hands and take that moment, um, things have, have, have gone, you, you go back into certain ruts and cycles. I call it going back to our corners and um, self-medicating meaning going back to old habits, old coping, you know, mine happens to be food. You know, I, I, I cope with food and I think a lot of people over coronavirus, I've noticed, I've heard people, you know, overheard people talking about it and I've talked about it with some of my friends and it's just, it's, it's very interesting. And we, we, we go back to that because we know how to do that. The other stuff, we haven't quite let it solidify in us. Like my husband and I doing the the Bible study, but it's important. And I'm so glad that I, that that came, that that came to my mind today because I wanted to share it with everybody else and let them know that, Hey, if you are a Christian, do that, make a point to, to make, put God in the center of the first thing, because it really will change your day. You might not see it right away, but little by little, what it's doing is it's, it's replacing, it's taking negative thoughts out of the equation. It's saying, I'm going to put you first, God, and I'm going to count on you because it says it in the word of God, you know, that if we do put him first, um, and we pray and, and we pray with his will in mind, which is the promises that are throughout the Bible, it can't come back void. He promises and God is not a liar. So we can rely on that. And right now with such a world that is so uncertain, we need to rely on something. So I hope this encourages you and be blessed in the name of Jesus and just continue to pray for our president, our current sitting president. He has been attacked massively. I'm amazed that the guy is still alive um, and hasn't had a heart attack. And I just, I just, want to lift him up because that's a lot for one human being to take um, and that I pray that the that the the truth is exposed whatever that truth is that it's exposed doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on we need truth in this country we need we need to we need a news outlet that's 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 reliable there's nothing we don't have anything I mean I I now go to a newspaper called Epoch Times or Epic Times, I we don't really know how it's uh, pronounced. Um, we, everybody is really 
who do we trust? That's how we feel. Like, who do we trust? Who will not lie to us? So, ah, I'll be praying for our, our country and I'm praying for you, whoever you are that listen. And if you want to leave a comment, you have that option. Um, go for it. I would love to hear from you.